Hello and welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me always is my co-host, Jacob Belleville. Hey, Jacob. Hey, what's going on? Last day of work for me until I go back on January 3rd. I get several days off. Very excited. I don't know. I got a couple beers. As you saw in the chat, I did open one tall boy with another tall boy. Did you get a chance to see that? I did. It sprayed. It sprayed everywhere. It was all over the fridge. My kitchen now smells like my rooms did in college with like kind of old beer. So mm-hmm. I got I got to clean that up still. Old Keystone Light. I actually drink more Coors uh, in in college, less Keystone. Oh. Big old money bags over here. Yeah, and then like I mean, and then Coors isn't very you know isn't very good, but I mean it was good for back then. You go out to Colorado, they'll fight you on that. Yeah, I'm sure they would. We've yeah. also got a ho- uh, uh, our guest appearance for a tweet here. He's kind of becoming more and more a staple of this podcast. The people want more bear. And we gotta give the people what they want. Welcome, tweet. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm back. I'm here. I'm, I'm ready to go. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like the accent has come with you. It's always here, and uh, it's following me to Fox. <laughs> okay. Um. So how is Fox yeah. nowadays? Yeah, I'm Foxy. I <laughs> mean, yeah, Fox is great. Uh, I really like hanging out with all the USC boys. Um, Reggie, give him his Heisman back. Uh, and then, you know, all the other, all the other fools, um, I, uh, breaking news. I'm also going to join Bustin' with the boys. So this is not going to be the only podcast bear does no more. Wow. Yeah. Moving up, moving up. Yeah. Joining that and, and, and the new year. So I want to let you guys all know I'm not leaving forever though. I'll be back. You guys are, I'll support the small cast. Sounds, sounds great. We're, we love to have you. First, I want to make sure you're out there, you're downloading, you're rating, you're doing a review for our podcast. We are up. Let me check out the analytics on the podcast real quick. We're averaging 25 downloads a week. There are 10 of us in this league. So we're reaching out to the masses. And tweet, I don't know if you've been in contact with your one boy over across seas. Can't remember exactly where he was from. Do you remember? Oh yeah, uh, Cambodia. Cam- <laughs> Cambodia. Yeah. Yeah. Ho- hopefully he's enjoying the podcast. I haven't seen him write a review, but hopefully he he's, is enjoying. He's a diehard. He's a diehard. So, first, a uh, little we'll start with a little bit of somber news here. But Mike Leach passed away. I put in the group chat, you know, earlier in the week that you know word on the street was he was not doing too well, and then went to hospital. He was airlifted to a hospital, went to hospice care pretty soon after. Uh, Mike Leach, I don't know if you would call him the father of the air raid. I mean, he he definitely had yeah, a lot of influence. Yeah, had a lot of influence in what college football is today. A lot of coaches. His coaching tree is pretty nice. You got like Lincoln Riley over at USC currently. Cliff Kingsbury then takes his stuff to the cool. NFL. Yep. So you. You've got a lot of his influence still out there in the league, and run and gun, air raid style football is fun. I just remember 
I can't remember who Tech. I think Texas Tech was playing Texas back in like 2010 ish when Michael Crabtree had that like crazy yeah. game and he had like that tiptoe end the sideline. Yeah, yeah. But ends the game. I think they wanted on that player. So it like it was just this high power game that was that was fun to watch. For sure. Let alone his interviews. I mean, his interviews were fantastic. Yeah. He had so much, like, you know, crazy thoughts on life, but they were awesome. Like, everything that you want and more. So, yeah, I think that was the thing is like he kind of thought outside of the box a little bit. And, you know, obviously college football isn't an even playing field for like talent wise. So you kind of got to think outside of the box. You kind of got to reinvent the wheel and try new stuff. And I think he did that. The thing that's crazy about his team, so I can't remember all the teams he was at, but I know Texas Tech and uh, Washington State and then obviously Mississippi State. But he's never had a powerhouse, and he always put up pretty good teams. Never like powerhouses, but like I don't know how many losing records he really had. Um, I think they said that he's just shy of being 600 for his career, which would make him eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's like 595. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious if maybe they bend the rules a little bit and like let him in 595 rounded up. I don't know. He might not be the the guy that like was a powerhouse, but he was two time national coach of the year, like. He, there was a lot of respect behind him, so he definitely did it did it the right way, and well, the right way except for the whole James incident. But yeah, yeah, which was ironic that I had brought that up like a couple weeks before all this happened. But oh yeah, I was wondering about that guy that uh, put on his transfer. Oh yeah, who's like saying that he was uh, said he was weak or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he took that down. Yeah, interesting. Um, so let's get in here to the quick hitters in the okay, ch- but real quick. What are the odds that Leach actually did tell him that he was weak? A hundred percent. Probably pretty high. A hundred percent. But I also was hearing the other day that somebody was like. And then you go and post this, you probably are actually weak. I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. Like, Mike Leach wasn't afraid of uh, controversy. No. Yeah, he always did what he th- he thought was right. Whether it was or not. He, he Which was- is why people respected him. So, so, quick hitter. I gave, we did three sets of NFL wide receivers. So, our game number one. Player A... For those that are listening who are not in the chat, Player A had 66 receptions for 836 yards, 7 touchdowns. Player B, 61 receptions for 950 yards and 9 touchdowns. Player C, 62 receptions for 829 yards and 7 touchdowns. So these are all wide receivers for this year. Grim, Jacob, Tweet, Chad, Ian, and Nate all voted for player B. Player B was A.J. Brown. He has the edge on touchdowns. He has the edge on yards. But his yardage isn't, a, like, a lot. It's 120 yards in the same amount of games, about the same amount of receptions, two more touchdowns. So then I asked the group, pick between player A and player C. 
one person said, who, who cares? It's the same. It's like the same stat, which I say in the dating world, I am out there to date women, but who cares? They all have uh, a boobs and they have a butt. So who cares? Just pick one. It should be easy. No, it's not that easy. You know who I'm talking about. Just pick one. You failed to do that. You obviously have commitment issues, which obviously makes sense because you also went on a trading spree because you didn't know what to do when Debo went down. Okay? Grim, this is about you. We need to figure out We'll get to the trades, but we'll have to figure out, like, what's going on. Okay, we have commitment issues. You're probably finishing third. You got the two seed. You didn't make – did he even make the playoffs on the college side? Like, I don't even remember. I don't think so. I think he was battling yeah, Jacob. I think he. I think he did. He beat me out to get there. <sighs> no, he did not. He didn't? Because he's the two-time college side – Losers bracket champion. Ian squeaked in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just a lot of commitment issues. So, I'd just be tough to be in that uh, player pool or in those locker rooms knowing that that's, you know, what's leading uh, this franchise. So, player A, Jacob, Ian, and Nate selected player A because they decided to, you know, play the game. And then player C was Chad. Tweet, you did not pick one. You did not want to play the game. You're just as bad as Grim. What's your deal? I was probably drunk. I'm pretty sure I did pick one, though. <laughs> it was no, the whole... This was the one where he, like, asked you to Star- follow was... up and do, a, do an emoji. Yeah. Which, between A and C. Oh, yeah, I'm not no good at no emojis, so... Tweet, you can't read. I asked you to put a picture. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm still not no good at no emojis. Okay, so player A, 66 receptions for 836 yards, 7 touchdowns. Or player C, 62 receptions for 829 and 7. Same amount of touchdowns. Hey. 7 Less yards receiving and four less yards or four less receptions. Who do you want? You want A. Okay. I want A. I mean, just for my focus is one point PPR. So, okay. So, player A was. I would, before you reveal, I would like to say one thing. Tweet the way you just pronounced emoji made it sound like an off brand ramen noodle. Okay. <laughs> you can go back and listen, but I heard it. You said non moji. <laughs> it was some fancy ones. Must have been too many yes. beers it's after like work. The three dollar ramen noodle. <laughs> Play better than the eighty nine cents. <laughs> Player A, Tyler Lockett. Player C. What? Player C, Christian Kirk. So Christian Kirk and Tyler Lockett are pretty much the same player this year. I mean, wild. They and, did say a stat on this Thursday game, which is right now the Niners versus Seattle. I think Lockett's had a touchdown in six straight games or something like that. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. 
but it was it was interesting. It's like honestly, you kind of don't think about Christian Kirk in that fashion, and he's he's doing pretty well. And people just kind of wrote off Christian Kirk this or uh, Tyler Lockett this year, and he's been steady Eddie, you would say. That's I, I mean that's the Tyler Lockett world, right? He's just steady Eddie. He had one down year, which was last year, I think, and. And it's just crazy. Like I get it that it's a hundred and eighty yards. No, hundred and twenty yards short of AJ Brown and two touchdowns. Like that's not like a lot. I mean, it is, but it's not. So, but I think you you see AJ Brown on all the highlight shows. You see all that, so you kind of like. Like AJ Brown, you know, if you're like, year. who do I want as a wide receiver? Everyone would just be like AJ Brown. Well, it's like, well, can, yeah, it's you can get close to the same production with Christian Kirk or uh, Tyler Lockett, and at a much cheaper cost. Obviously, like redraft stuff, dynasty, you want you know probably AJ Brown in that sense. But just some interesting things to think about. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a year to year thing. So. It also happens every year where you got wide receivers that are pretty similar for fantasy football, but you see one get plastered on ESPN all the time because the team's doing well. So, like, Eagles are 12-1, and AJ Brown's everywhere right now. You can go anywhere and you can see him. So, All right, our second game. I picked guys that were uh, kind of far apart, you would say, but I didn't feel like they were actually, like, that far apart. Player A, 62 receptions, 945 yards, and three touchdowns. Player B, 67 receptions for 798 and five touchdowns. So two more touchdowns. You have 147 more yards and five more receptions. So in general, player B is better across the board. But again, not by a whole bunch. Touchdowns aren't really that sticky. Player A has more yards. More yards means you're probably either yak ability is there or you're getting open. And when you get open, you get the ball. So we had Chad, Brett, and Patrick pick player A, while Jacob, Tweet, Ian, and Nate picked player B. I assume for one person in our league, they were close enough. They each had yards, they each had receptions, and they each had touchdowns. Give me either of them. Don't care. Player A, anybody have a guess? I should know because I cheated and I looked everything up. (laughs) (laughs) Terry McLaurin was player A. Player B was DK Metcalf. If you just told me without any stats, like who you want, size wise, I'm gonna say give me DK Metcalf. But See, personally, I go Terry Terry McLaurin over DK. But that's not what you picked. You picked player B. That's DK. Oh. And then just for for uh, kind of a comparison, I just put in another person's stats. Much less yards or receptions. Fifty seven. And 790 yards and four touchdowns. So he has eight eight yards less than DK Metcalf, one less touchdown, and ten less receptions. That's pretty good. That's Garrett Wilson. 
and that stinky Jets offense. Well, he has Mike White and Joe Flacco. That's what's going on. <laughs> so, we also have uh, Wilson became the backup quarterback this week. So, Wilson is now number two on the jersey, number two on the lineups, and number two in all of our hearts except for Nate, where he still resides to be number one, I believe. Also a number two draft pick. A lot of number twos right there. Also, if you take a shit, also a number two. Coincidence? That's what Mike White does. Coincidence? I think not. Third game, player A, 55 receptions, 761 yards, and three touchdowns. Player B, 76 yards or er, 76 receptions for 755 yards and two touchdowns. And player C, 61 receptions for 565 yards and zero touchdowns. So, again, touchdowns aren't sticky, but we've got three touchdowns versus two versus zero. Yards are pretty close amongst player A and B. And receptions are drastic. There's like 20 less for player A. Jacob and Chad picked player A. Grim, Tweet, Brett, Ian, and Nate picked player B. And no one picked player C. So this one must have been... This one must have been different where Grim decided, you know what? This does matter. This game is important. Granted, it was the last game he picked. He decided to play. I appreciate that, Grim. Thank you for, you know, internalizing everything, understanding that you made a bad decision earlier and now you were going to play the game. I appreciate it. Player A, Jacob Chad, you selected Mike Evans. Yeah, we did. Player B, less yards than player A, way more receptions, two touchdowns. Tweet, you pick this player. This player is Michael Pittman. Thank God. Player C that nobody picked. Anybody have a question? Anybody have a, a guess? Tweet. Jalen Rager. Jalen no, tweet. He's on your Steelers. Deontay it's Johnson. Deontay Johnson. Oh, my gosh. For reference, this is before last week's. Zay Jones, 60 receptions compared, compared to Deontay Johnson's 61. 578 yards versus 565. So more, one less reception, more yards, and one more touchdown than Deontay Johnson. Zay Jones, not all that bad. Jacob, congratulations. You have Zay Jones, and he crushed it last week. All I've been hearing for two years is Deontay Johnson's a league winner. And then, I don't know. I think that there's something, there's about, him more catching, there's something about him catching the ball and running backwards that is just very... It's very Deontay Johnson. Hey, at least he's catching the ball nowadays. Yeah, he, he's had some he's had some problems. So thank you guys for playing the game, Grim. I'm sorry I didn't vote on which Madden player you should get, uh, draft. I know that's why you're not wanting to vote on these. But I think there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of safeties too. Like I don't think we're all. <laughs> I'm not too tuned into everybody else's safeties in the league outside of my teams. So, again, very sorry. I wish you wouldn't hold against me and not vote on the things that I put in the chat. I just, I don't know, maybe I'm biased. I just think it's more fun than who you should draft in Madden. Maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know. 
Rake me over the coals for it. NCAA news. No more Senior Bowl invites to talk about. Coaching changes. The big thing I want to talk about here is Drew Brees will be the interim head coach at Purdue, allowed to do recruiting and stuff while uh, he is there. So that's interesting. Any uh, thoughts there, Jacob, or Tweet? I I just find it interesting to the fact, like, they're going to bring him in, he's going to coach, let him recruit, but then obviously he's not going to be the head coach ever. So It'd be cool. I get Drew Brees in my living room, but like <laughs> you're leaving. You're not being yeah. the quarterback coach or nothing. Like, I don't know. Doesn't do a lot. So Who, who's who's my who's my head coach? What's my offense? Like what are we doing? <laughs> cool. Drew Brees came over, but that's that's about it to me. I mean, I, I feel like it's a it's a win lose cuz you these guys don't know what they're getting. So um I did off to look it up here. I mean, did granted, you, the Colts did hire Jeff Saturday. So, did you did you see that report that they're saying he might be the uh, he might be the time? answer going forward? Yeah. No. <laughs> Who Saturday? That's Saturday or Breeze? Listen, Saturday or Breeze? Saturday. Oh Jesus! Listen, nothing against the guy. Hope he does well. But like, that's kind of a slap in the face to people. Yeah, I mean, there's been – I don't know if his last game of the game before where his clock management basically yeah. screwed the entire team. Yep. So. Um, so I mean, all, all that stuff's, like, learnable, but at the same time, like, what have you seen from him so far that just makes you think that he's your guy going forward? All he does is run the ball, and that's about not, it. Yeah, I mean, he really. doesn't do anything. So there's also rumors out – that Purdue is going to hire Graham Harold as its offensive coordinator, and he was uh, West Virginia's OC after a three-year run at USC, and that's from Adam Rittenberg at ESPN Rittenberg on Twitter. So, did you say Graham Harold? Yeah. Yeah. The old Mike Leach product. Texas Tech quarterback, chuck that thing. So, but, but like, why are you hiring an offensive coordinator without a head coach? <laughs> like, don't what know. What does that mean? <laughs> not very. Like, Purdue's not very smart. But we're just, we're just gonna build your staff for you, and then uh, come on in and be our head coach. Like, going that doesn't make any sense. But guys going pro tried to grab people that were relevant. Josh Downs officially announced. JSN officially announced. Uh, Cunningham, Malik Cunningham announces that he's going to go pro. Um, I just have Washington. I'm trying to think of his first name. Apparently, I thought he was good enough t- to have a one name by it. Like, oh, I say, like, Roethlisberger. Okay, like, you know who that is. Vic. Apparently, Washington isn't enough. I, d- I don't know who I <laughs> who Washington is. Uh, Tillman is going pro. Tank. Uh, the one that was interesting, I can't think of was Rakeem Jarrett, Jacob, on your team is going pro. Yeah. So that I, was I thought, interesting. I thought he might go back just because this season wasn't like what he won't like. He didn't put up gaudy stats or anything. So, like, I thought he might go back, but. Can I ask, though, like. Parker. Hey, Parker what Washington. What does he have to prove at Maryland? Like, well, everything. Well, Maryland. 
He didn't do that. Like, I, if he was going to stay at Maryland, then it doesn't make any sense to go back. But if he was going to go back and, like, go, you know, to a more high-powered offense or something, improve draft capital, something like that, I can see that. I agree. Yep. It's Parker Washington. He's on my team. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Hopefully Parker Washington doesn't listen to this podcast. But uh, then the other one that just came out today was Aiden O'Connell. Uh, I believe he's on Nate's team. He is going pro. And, he, he officially announced. Yep. And then That's how now, but. and then a uh, a mix up from last week. Here we're gonna get into the transfer portal that closes January eighteenth. So people are gonna be moving and grooving here. We've already had a lot. Uh, it was Pine. I said it was on Chad's team because, you know, Notre Dame, I was wrong. Nate reached out to me. He said, hey, motherfucker, he's on my team. So, sorry. Apologies, Nate. Sorry about that. Can we go back to the NFL draft thing? Like, you just kind of skipped over Charlie Jones. You let Aiden McConnell go. but Someone didn't download. What? That was, la- that was last week tweet. Oh, did you announce that last week? I didn't know last, last week. week. Yeah, and then like if you're going I didn't to the, download, if you go to just make sure you're reading, reviewing, subscribing, um, and downloading the podcast. Yeah, I downloaded it. I don't know how to read though. It's audio. It's a, <laughs> it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah, but it's an audio book. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I assume if you're going to the Senior Bowl. You're probably going to the draft. I think it's safe to say. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew. Okay. Transfer portal. Updates. New people that are on our teams. We got Chris Marshall entering uh, freshman out of Texas A&M for Grimm. Jalen Knighton for Brett. He's, since our last podcast on last Thursday, he's come out and he's already um, going to SMU. Joshua Simon, tweet tight end at uh, Western Kentucky. He's still in the portal. JT Daniels, quarterback uh, for Ian. Keegan Johnson, wide receiver for Corey. He's committed to Kansas State. And Jermaine Bernard, wide receiver for Nate's team, uh, out of there out of Michigan State in the portal. Some updates. Ali Jenning for Brett has committed to Virginia Tech. Austin Reed for Ian, has decided to withdraw his name from the transfer portal and go back to Western Kentucky. So, big win there for Ian. Austin Stogner, Chad, he is now going to Oklahoma. Doesn't make a lot of fucking sense. Uh, he was at Oklahoma. Then he transferred to South Carolina to follow his boy. Um, I don't even remember his fucking name. Rattler. Now he try- goes back to Oklahoma. So, that... Tells me, like, Rattler, there's been rumors that Rattler's going to go to, like, Nebraska. But I think it more so just tells me that Rattler maybe just tries to go pro and just says, fuck it. Because I don't think he's going to Nebraska. They There's, like, a mass exodus going on at South Carolina right now. I think he's still playing in the bowl game and whatnot. But because they play, South Carolina plays... Trying to think who they play in the bowl game. It's a you know fairly good, good team, so I think that kind of leads me that he's not going to be around much. 
longer. Then we've got Christian Leary, wide receiver from Alabama on my team, going to UCF. Don't love that. Uh, Graham Mertz, Grimm's quarterback, going from Wisconsin to Kentucky. Don't love that. I'll be this. You know, we've talked about on the NFL side, coaches don't win games. Players win games. On the college side, it's you know, a lot of coaches who are egotistical or, you know, this is my system. I can make anything work. I'm interested to see what a Wisconsin quarterback looks like in a Kentucky offense. That They want to throw the ball. They just couldn't last year. So I'm I'm interested to see what that looks like. Just Well, I mean, Leary's there. No, he has a visit. He's got a visit. So if Leary's going too, I mean, Graham Mertz is just. I think Leary ends up. There's a lot of smoke around Notre Dame. And kind of makes some sense. What else do we got here? Portal, portal, portal. We've got Jaheim Bell for Grimm's team. Tight end. He goes to Florida State. I don't love that. Jaheim Bell is a real tweener like Debo Samuel. But he's at a tight end spot, and then he's at a running back. I don't think he'll do a lot in the NFL. And Florida State, Norvell does a really good job of getting running backs into the NFL. But I don't think I don't think they're going to play him as a running back. Like he's going there as a running back. He's going there as a tight end. But like at South Carolina, he Jaheim Bell was used as a running back and a tight end and a wide receiver. Like. Yeah. He was kind of like the Swiss Army knife. I don't think... I'd like to see him transition to wide receiver full-time. So, um, who else do we got here? I keep picking on the wrong tabs. Interesting, uh, JoJo Earl, he hasn't picked anywhere, but he is, I think, like 100% crystal balled to TCU, which is interesting. So, what else? Phil Jerkovic, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but Chad, he's your quarterback. He is committed to Pitt. I don't really care. Um, Sean Tyler on Chad's team is going to Oklahoma State, which, I don't know. He played He played pretty well for Western Michigan. He was like a lightning and thunder back. Where, so, like, he's going there to play, I would assume. You're not going to transfer somewhere you're not going to play but I don't think he's going to get the whole workload. So I think, if anything, it just hampers Ollie Gordon, uh, who's a freshman I picked in the, the draft. I think it just hampers his development, maybe. Then we have Theo Weiss on Corey's team. He's now going to Missouri. And Treshawn Holden on Patrick's team going to Oregon. So those are all the people who have are now in the transfer portal, out of the transfer portal, have made a decision. And like I said, that is going up until January 18th. The other thing I would like to mention that's just, it's interesting. I got to find the tweet so I can figure out who it is. I'm right here. (laughs) Yes, got to find you tweet. From at SBJ Sports Business Journal, 
Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker is named as the president of the NCAA, effective March 1st, 2023. Baker is the first NCAA leader with no previous work experience at the college or in education. So this is like the Jeff Saturday. Seems like a very NCAA thing. The one interesting thing is he is the governor of Massachusetts that allows sports gambling. Maybe, I mean, maybe, just maybe, they are going to start asking for injury reports because sports gambling is becoming bigger and bigger and college is getting bigger and bigger with that, that it might start getting relegated to the point of the NFL. Tweet, you think not? Jacob, it looks like you, you see a little bit of interest there. You're like, yeah, give me more information on these damn players. Here's the deal. I want it, but... Not knowing the injuries that, like, the way injuries are handled in college football as of now gives me a leg up on the rest of the league because the rest of the league seems to be lazy about it. How many guys did you know that were game time decisions for you and they didn't make the field, Luke? Zero. No, you, you had, you had people that didn't make the field for you. That I played, that I played? Oh, yeah. You complained about it in the chat. You just need to, you need to be better. I will scroll back and find them. Go ahead. I'd... I will. Well, maybe that you didn't play them, but you complained that you didn't know that they weren't going to play. They weren't for my team. They are for other people's teams. Oh, still. And those people. I'm out there tweeting. Why, why are you complaining for other people's teams? Because I feel the heartbreak for these people. I'm out there on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, I'm like tagging you when players are out because I'm trying to watch and try to keep the league as competitive. Sometimes I'll put it in the chat. I'm out here looking out for everybody's team. No, I don't just like fleece people, you know? Okay, yeah. Just looking out for everybody's team. Yeah. I go out there, I tell people. People will know. Anyways, I'll reach out to them. I saw some complaints in the league about injuries and not knowing. And it's like, just get a Twitter account. Follow some people. You'll see it. Just getting a notification on game day. It's easy. Yeah, I don't think... uh, I'm trying to think. I maybe had one person not play. But it's like... I don't know. Belleville started a few guys. I got zero points, too, so... Yeah, but they played. But but they were active. (laughs) Yeah, but they were active. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had one point. Or you know, or fan tracks kind of messes up sometimes, where it's like it shows they've got a, a lineup in there, and then like you look later and it's different for like somebody else's team. Well, Ian actually during the season he was like, "I can't believe you started so and so." I'm like, "I did not start them because they're injured." Game day injury, and he was like, "No, like I'm pretty sure you started them." I'm like, no, because you can see like. In the leech, like in that fan track, so you yeah, go you to lineup. Changes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, did, I pulled him out like four hours before like the game started. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that was that the, uh, the auto sub thing. Uh uh-uh. oh, that was a whole mess in itself. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he thought I played a guy who was hurt. He's like, I didn't expect that from you, and I didn't do it because I pay attention. All right. NFL news. Jacob, we got any? 
Not really. We already kind of touched on Jeff Saturday. That was the only thing that really stood out to me this week. Uh, that and, I mean, Brock Purdy's on his way to his first MVP, so. Him and, noodle, him and that noodle arm. Elite Iowa State quarterback. So, Jacob, you have no NFL news to talk about. No. Maybe maybe you are concussed like every other quarterback in this NFL football league. What the fuck's going on with all these concussions? Oh, that. The Tua effect. I mean, that's, just, that's just playing football, bud. We're going to protect these quarterbacks. Oh, wait. It doesn't actually Oh, here, here we go again. What happened, Tweet? Brock Purdy throwing another dime. Absolute absolute 15-yard dime. To who? Kittle again? <laughs> no, no, the other tight end. Other tight end. So... Anyways, I mean, I mean, there, there's got to be some NFL news, right? I'm You're, sure there is, but the, I wrote the recaps for the NFL side like ten minutes before this thing started. Tweet your. I, I do not have NFL news. Tweet okay. your uh, your Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett with his second concussion this year. Might they might just shut him down for the year? They don't want their rookie quarterback with ten concussions here. Yeah, he's he's well on his way to being you know Steve Young or whatever, but they're gonna draft Malik Cunningham. Nah, I don't want I don't want Malik. I don't want anybody like that. You don't like athletic quarterbacks? Uh no, yeah. no, he does not. He does not. <laughs> he's a he's a Lamar Jackson everybody hater. Else, everybody everybody else is looking for like the next Michael Vick or something like this, and tweets like. Find me the next Tom Brady. Find me a guy who cannot move. Find me the guy that wins seven Super Bowls. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Let's get into our league news, our Malik Willis stats. Uh, week 14, he did not play again, and his leadership against the feisty Jaguars was not enough in a 36-22 to loss. Brett, I can't remember what you traded for him. At the end, I'll probably talk about it. I'll try to find it. But, man, this is sad. He's on your team. You're not using him. Oh, he's the future. I don't want any part of this future. What say you, Jacob? What say you, Tweet? I, I, I'm I, on the Brock Purdy train, you know. I, I that's, want Brock that's, Purdy. that's not I Malik. Malik. It's not Malik. Well, yeah, we know it's not Malik. Malik is benched and Brock starting. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Not Here's the deal. The moment Malik went in the third round, he needed a healthy, healthy dose of caution. There's been like one third-round quarterback who's panned out. It's Russell Wilson. Okay? But and he's not even panning out. But, um, but Jacob, but, but yeah, Jacob, he's going to be a starting quarterback corner piece for somebody's team for 10 years. Seven years is what I heard. But listen to this trade, okay, now that we're going back to it. Oh, you found it? Yeah, I found it. <laughs> that didn't take you very long. Well, no, because you can go, just go to the history on a player on Sleeper, and it'll tell you all the transactions that resulted well, from him. Was there a college? We don't know. I don't know if there was college. Fuck. So in this trade, Brett gets... Noah Gray, Calvin Austin, a 2023 NFL second, so useless. There's nothing there. And then Malik Willis. He gives Grimm George Kittle, Rashad White. Oh, my God, it's fleecing season. 
It is Please. fleecing season. I found Luke, the Luke. Luke. Oh my! I'm God. gonna. I'm so tired of you fleecing specifically other oh. managers in this league. Oh my God! So, so that's that's not that's even the, me. I'm not even a part of this. How am I fleecing? That's a third string tight end. It's not about that trade. It's about these other ones that were fleeces. Not that fleece, but the other ones that you that you were a part of. I have no idea what you're talking about. You have a third string tight end, a backup quarterback forever. I did find. I don't even remember who else was in that trade because it didn't matter. I did find Calvin Austin. I did find the trade. A kick returner. I did find the trade in our bylaws, and that was it. There was no college portions at all. Noah Gray, Calvin Austin, Malik Willis, 2023 NFL second for George Kittle. And Rashad White. I will say, if Malik Willis doesn't pan out, that's one of the worst trades that this league has seen. Yeah, I mean, you're banking on... not hey, A non-Luke trade. You're banking on Malik panning out. A non-Luke trade. Yeah, like starting multiple seasons at least. Being like... Being like Lamar average. Jackson. No, just being average, but... You gotta be a little bit above average, like... Fleecing. Really, you know what, you? Jacob? Fleecing. We got Quentin Johnston going too, to your I'm team. Saying, like, George Kittle and Rashad White for like a Kirk Cousins, like just barely above average. Mm. Like if he's young, I mean that's. Not, I mean, I get. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Jacob, who'd you rather have, Quentin Johnston or Milrow? And I don't even remember who else. Bo Collins. Bo Collins. I mean, right now I want Quentin Johnston, but you don't know how those other pieces pan out. Oh my gosh, you were fleeced me. You're the fleecer. Sure. <sighs> what, what happens if uh, Bo Collins is a day one, day two pick, Milrow lights it up in college? Then everybody in the league is going to call me all oh, a fleecer because I can predict the future and I'm really fucking good. That's what happens. Well, you hopefully know- Quentin Johnston has like a wide receiver one season as a rookie and then we... You, yeah, I so, you. Yeah, I mean, it just I'm you know I'm like the Yankees. People just hate me because I win. That's what it is. That's what it is. You're not like the Yankees because the Yankees pay up. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm like I'm like the Oakland A's. I, yeah, you're Moneyball. I'm I'm Moneyball. <laughs> we get to our trade counter. We're up to 81 trades this year. Only thing, I mean, there are three trades that happen. Only thing I want to just, I want to ask, tweet. I want to know your thoughts of just, what do you think is going through Grimm's head when he makes two of these trades? Uh, for those who aren't in the league, Dennis gets Michael Gallup, a NCAA 2023 ninth. Everyone, hold your ninths. Someone's coming from them, for them. Sorry. Ian got CJ Donaldson and Jaden Ott. And then uh, Dennis got Josh Reynolds and Richie James, while Nate got Kendra Lambert Smith and an NCAA 15th. Like, what's I, going on? De- uh, Debo goes down and then he starts making all these trades for for what? Like, I don't, I don't it's know. It's like pure panic to get points. 
any kind of like <laughs> any points. Well, I guess they're NFL players, so like, what's the difference? Be- like, honestly, what's the difference between Richie James and Jamar Chase? They're both NFL wide receivers. Who cares? Right? Yeah. I mean, based off of, you know, if we're going to vote on league things or not, I mean, who cares? They're the same player. Stats are about the same. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I, I can't. I mean, I guess he's trying to push to have players in the playoffs, but you, you go replace your one wide receiver that goes down with three guys that you're not really sure who to play every week, like – now you're just crap shooting. I bet you Ian felt so good dumping Michael Gallup and getting just an like the chances that Jaden Ott does something in the end of like CJ Donaldson wherever because he's in the transfer portal wherever he goes and Jaden Ott's at Cal like as long as they're just college producers like that's if anything that you get pro on top of that it's just the cherry on top. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I not a Gallup fan. I don't think Gallup is the replacement of anybody, so. T.Y. Hilton making his comeback. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, if Gallup was all that, like, why would they even sign T.Y.? Like, <laughs> why were they going for OBJ? That reminds me, somebody I missed in the transfer portal. Jacob, one of your wide receivers. Prather is in the transfer portal. I forgot about him. I did not have him on my list. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yep. Prather. I was talking about that one. I saw that one today. So I forgot about that. I saw CJ I mean, Donaldson. He was, he, was getting, he was getting used, but it like he's I I don't know. When I looked at it when I watched him in high school, he seemed much more of a deep threat, and that's not how he was really getting used at West Virginia. Where do you want him to go? Alabama. <laughs> Probably could use the that had three transfers. So I don't know what's going on there. Like, dude, you have all these wide receivers that leave. The wide receiver room wasn't good in the first place. Why are they leaving? And they don't. Uh, it's not like they brought in like really. They've got Malik Benson, that JUCO guy, coming in. But if it's you know, if they're going to use J- Milrow, like, they're not going to throw it that far. Like, he's going to be a, a rushing threat guy. So, like, I'm just – I'm trying to understand what they're – what's going on with that wide receiver room. Just baffles me right now. I don't really know. The only thing I know is, like, they've got a lot of guys that are kind of similar, like, talent-wise. And so it's like, how many mouths can you really feed? Like, you're going to pick some guys that are you're going to ride throughout the year. I don't – Maybe they, maybe they see Milrow throw the ball and he's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't looking great. Yeah. Something I'm interested, I haven't seen anything about Bryce Young sitting out the bowl game. Hold up. I just thought of a tweet. You're an Iowa State fan. Caden Prather to Iowa State. That makes sense. That big, does make big sense. Big body guy? Yeah, that does. But, yeah. I haven't heard anything about him sitting out, you know, saving himself for the pros, draft day, and all that stuff. So we won't get a chance to see what future Alabama might might look like. Heck, maybe it's Drake May. He says he's staying. 
I don't believe it. Jacob, bring us into our NFL Week 14 matchups. All right. So, Week 14, first matchup was me versus Tweet. Typical 80-point win against the Bear last week. I will have a tougher test for the first round of playoffs, squaring off against Patrick, who has been a bit of, on a bit of a roll recently, with the exception of this last week. Luckily, CMC is going off as we speak, so things are looking pretty good right now for the steady eddies. Tweet, what's your off-season goals? I mean, we're out here. We're out here to make a difference in our community and in our and everybody else's lives. We're gonna do toys for tots, um, different things like that. Is, so is AB leading those charges? Oh, we're getting ready to fire AB. Oh man, because of his charges. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. The off season's looking pretty good, though. I mean, we got some up and coming guys. I don't know if you guys have been noticing, Jamison Williams, he's coming up. Yep. Olave Dolchich. I mean, we got some players. I think it's just putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Well, if you need help putting the piece, puzzle together, uh, Grim can let you know what you need to do. I will not give him all my players for Mac Jones, so. Once the season, once the uh, playoffs are through, do you foresee yourself moving on to, from some pieces to stock for this coming draft? Are you going to look to acquire, you know, draft el- eligible players? I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I, I'm always into trade. It, it seems like Nate and I love trading together. But yeah, I, I'm all in on some draft eligible guys. I know I have a lot of draft eligible guys. Yep. Um, Some would say, Tweet, you love trading so much with Nate. Some, some, I've not, I'm not going to say who, but some people have called you kind of like the Shane Spooner in that relationship. <laughs> if, hashtag, if you know, you know. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and... <laughs> Go ahead and try to finish your thought now, Tweet. Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. All right. But... All right. <laughs> Jacob, you need to get us on track. Spooner. Yeah, Sp- <laughs> Whoever brought up that Spooner thing was an idiot. <laughs> All right. Luke versus Corey. The surprise twist. Luke's team scores 70 points less than they were projected. Jesus. And loses to a team he may see in the second round of playoffs in Corey's squad. Luke, what is going on? Are we starting to see the grind of the season take its toll? Did the coach not have the players conditioned enough? Luckily, you get a bye this week, and I suggest you have your players take a few laps. Corey gets the big win, 175 to 173. Things haven't been great here at the Probasco uh, complex since we've made a couple trades. Things just aren't uh, going together very well. So it's like, I don't know, it's like honey and fucking peanut butter together. I don't know. Those actually probably go together. Those definitely go together. (laughs) (laughs) It's like honey and strawberries. 
I don't know. Uh, that'd be pretty good, too. God damn it. Honey's really good for everything. A lot of sugar in it. Honey and mayo. Sure. Yeah, honey and mayo. Actually, ma- that might be good, too. <laughs> mayo and coffee. Fuck. If you're Will Levis, that's good, too. Yeah. I don't know. But things just aren't gelling very well. And uh, I don't know what it is with Jalen Waddle. He's just... Whatever coaching strategy I take for the... The fucker just doesn't listen. So, I'm about to well, call him soft. soft what I will say is you had the most max points, I believe, on the week. So, maybe it's not Jalen Waddle. Maybe no. Luke Probasco. I am not. I am very rarely in this league am I going to play Evan Ingram. That's where all those points were. He would have been like... I think actually Evan Ingram scored the most points in the league. Like he would have been the number one yeah. overall player, better than any quarterback. I didn't even look. I just looked at the like recap on Sleeper. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in a bad spot if I'm starting Evan Ingram. So, yeah, that's. I mean, it's on me. Not great managerial decisions, but you know, I knew I was coasting. I just need to, you know, have a good solid week of practice here this week got our bye week i'm gonna have etn sit on the bench kind of watch and see what happens there out there on the on the field i've i challenged deandre swift this week he's going up against the jets a very challenging defense uh i don't expect a lot out of him pretty pretty disappointing i'm hoping he listens to this podcast and uh changes his tune yeah it's just crazy to me that you're talking about Evan Ingram like he's nothing these days, you know? I mean, Nate traded me for a... I don't even remember. He, like, gave him to me. Like, I am no idea. Like, I mean, he, he's a top tight end this year in fantasy. You could probably play him over some players. Well, maybe Luke and I can't. Nate traded me Evan Ingram for Eno Benjamin. And that was when Eno got cut, and he was with Houston, which then he's since been cut again, and now he's on the Saints. I was like, "Sure, I'll, I'll trade you the guy who <laughs> just got cut." Guy who isn't cut. <laughs> There's a lot of Iowa fans that are still upset about Eno Benjamin. If you did not know about that, what am I missing? Kirk basically cut off the recruiting ties when oh. he when he uh, when he had committed to Iowa. Gotcha. So sound decisions by the Iowa Hawkeyes coaches. But the guy didn't play in the NFL much. He made it to the NFL. I'm just saying though, I didn't fleece Nate on that one. He came to me with that, and I was like, fine. I still think you fleeced him. You come to me, and you give me that. Like, I'm going to take a, a non-cut guy over a cut guy. I wish some people would come to me with trades. You're too scary, Jacob. It's your beard. How am I scary? It's your beard. It's I your, just traded. It's your aggressive talk in the chat. Um, I do do that. I do do that. <laughs> you said do-do. I just wish you wouldn't try to trade for all my really good players. Which ones am I supposed to want, Tweet? All the my really ones. good bets. Hey, hey, can you give me this 
really old guy. <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers is the elite. He's retired next year, most likely. He's gonna take I got another, Jordan Love too. He's gonna take another ayahuasca trip and he might not return. <laughs> Alright, now Patrick versus Nate. Patrick gets the win over Nate in this pillow fight. 147 to 122. On to the first round of playoffs for Patrick. Nate, on to whatever 2023 strategy you are looking to implement. I am guessing there will be many trades. Many, many trades. Shane, anything you'd like to say about that? Spooner? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. This is bad radio. Only like a it couple is. of us Let's know what's going on right now. Let's not, not be doing that. Okay. All right. Ian versus Grim. <laughs> Ian needed a big win and a little bit of luck this week. His team took care of business, but the luck he needed could not be found. With Brett winning his matchup against a completely spent and malnourished cellar dweller, Grim gets a first round bye in the playoffs. Grimm's team has to be feeling like a bunch of sissified Tweety Birds after that performance. They are practically shaking in their hosiery at the thought of playing any of the teams in the NFC. I don't have Sleeper pulled up, but would Nate, who is the last seed in the NFC, would he be the one seed in the AFC? Was he over 500? No idea. Nate. 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 I got here. Nate was seven and seven, but he was behind in points. So no. Oh, so he'd been second. Wow. I mean, that tells you how tough the uh, NFC was this year. And uh, yeah, but whatever. For for Ian, bad luck, good luck doesn't really matter. They're both luck. They're both the same. Doesn't matter if it's good or bad. I don't care which one I get. Just give me one of them. No, I want good luck. Okay? There is a difference. Gosh. And to be honest, I mean, Josh Reynolds and Richie James probably not going to be, you know, putting Grimm over the edge, I guess, in playoffs. So we're going to find out. But yeah. Watch watch me lose to Grimm now. Wild wild decisions. Wild decisions. Wait, he got George Kittle, who got him 25.3 points. Who did he get Kittle for? Um, He got him from Malik Willis, so. (laughs) Brett, you could probably use him on your team right now. Don't let that distract you from the fact that Luke is the one that fleeces. Okay? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Hey, it's wintertime. Everyone needs a good fleece. Listen, I just know that I would never fleece anybody, and so I'm going to call out every time you fleece somebody, Luke. That's fine. Okay. That is But, but forget about the that time that I fleeced you. Right. Like or, that, that doesn't count. We, we got to let it play out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Brett versus the Dweller. Brett beat a team that has been defeated since the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Brett is the matchup all playoff teams without a bye want in round one. Corey gets the privilege of going up what is on paper the weakest playoff team. But will Brett be able to surprise Corey? At the end of the season, only 120 total points, a full tweet week of scoring 
Separates Brett and Corey this season. The end. Give me Brett this week. Whoa, spicy. Let's go. I think I think we got an upset brewing. That's a Bears first NFL pick he's ever made, and he puts it all on your hands. Or on your back, Brett. Don't don't let tweet down. Well, all right. So then, NFL power rankings. I wish I wish we had we some. Same, right? Oh yeah, we didn't get any, right? Yeah, we didn't get any. We got two. I'm power- assuming I'm still in fourth. Right, tweet. So I reached out to our power rankers. I asked, "Hey, do we have any this week?" Let me get my phone here. So, people who aren't listening, we have Ian. And Grim, who do our power rankings. Very, very grateful that they do. And this is what I get. I get from Ian. Shit. Didn't leave myself enough time. I failed. Grim did his part. So thank you, Grim, for being an upstanding part of this fantasy football community. I mean, with the exception of not voting on league polls. So fix that going forward. And then Ian says, he, shit, he didn't leave himself enough time. It's almost like we don't do this podcast every Thursday at 9 p.m. Like, oh my God, this just popped out of nowhere. This, well, the heart, this is the power rankings. This is a huge part of the league. And I get it. You didn't make the playoffs. You're checked out of the league. Right now, Jacob's not even paying attention. Jacob's not even paying attention. He's on his phone trying to fleece Ian right now because he knows that Ian's not even paying attention to what's going on in the league. Ian was at swim lessons and drinking beer with me. It's probably my fault. But somehow you figured out that the podcast tonight and you even showed up. You guys are both taking swim lessons? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Tweet's actually in the class with Ian's daughter. (laughs) Yeah, Ian informed me he was in the pool last night. So, I'm just, you know what, Ian? I'm not mad. I'm just, just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Okay? So, let's change everything. You know, now we're in the playoffs. It's like it kind of writes itself. And I get it. You're not in the playoffs. But you had bad luck, but just ask ask Grim. No difference between bad luck and good luck. Luck's luck. Okay? No. I had bad luck. I missed the playoffs. <laughs> that wasn't bad luck. That was bad managing. There's a diff- there's a difference. So I want to get into our so I want to kind of end, go back to some college. We've got the bowl season coming up. So I want to just tell me money lines, who you know, who you think is going to win. I want to know Miami, Red Hawks. So we're going to go through like now because we've got games starting tomorrow. Uh, now through our next podcast, which should be on Thursday. I mean, it's the holiday season, so me and Jacob might – Change it if that's the case. I'll reach out to our power rankers so they are well aware that we are changing uh, what time we do this. So our first matchup here 
And we'll go Jacob, then uh, Tweet for all these, and then myself. UAB versus Miami of Ohio. Who do you got? Who's going first? Jacob. All right. I'm going with the upset pick. Miami of Ohio. Tweet. <laughs> I, I'm in the same boat. Give me give me Miami of Ohio, a.k.a. the Fighting Big Bend. The Fighting Big Bends. Oh, my gosh. It runs deep. I am taking the UAB Blazers in this one. Give me the uh, favorites here as they're 86% uh, picked. So the only reason here I'm not picking uh, Miami of Ohio, their quarterback, uh, Brett Gabbert, is uncertain if he's going to play. Um, he lasts a lot. He missed the last four games due to an upper body injury. And then they're losing some of their best offensive linemen. And two wide receivers are in the transfer portal. While UAB just has one wide receiver in the transfer portal, I'm taking UAB. Fine. Next one. We've got UTSA Roadrunners versus Troy. Jacob, who you got? I'll go with UTSA. Jake, or Tweet, who do you got? I'm riding the, the Trojans. Trojan man. Jesus. You make these Shane Spooner jokes way too easy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they write themselves at this point. So then I'm going to take UTSA Roadrunners. UTSA has Tate Edwards, their running back in the transfer portal. Not great. Traylon Smith, their running back, is also injured. But Troy has has one of the best linebackers, uh, I think he's draft eligible, Jaden McDonald. Just a beast uh, on the defensive side. But I think UTSA is just going to be too much here, um, too fast, too much passing. Troy's defense might keep this close, but I'm going to take the Roadrunners. Then we've got Cincinnati Bearcats versus Louisville Cardinals. Jacob, who do you got? I'm going Cincinnati. This whole thing's just a cluster. Head coach is leaving. Yeah, Louisville, Louisville's leaving. head coach is leaving to go to Cincinnati. <laughs> I know. I, I'm taking Cincinnati. It's, I think because Malik's not playing. So. Yep, Malik's not playing. Um, I am taking. I believe. Trying to remember who I took in this one. I think I'm taking Louisville. This is probably the hardest, one of the hardest games to pick um, in these bowls. But I think I took, because I did a whole bowl pick them. I think I took Louisville. They've got Josh Wiley and uh, opting out. And Cincinnati's on their backup quarterback, uh, who happens to be on my team, because they're... They've got one quarterback in the transfer portal, another that's injured, and they've got three wide, four wide receivers who are either opting out or in the transfer portal. So, man, I don't know. I have to go back and look at this. I think I put Louisville, but now I'm starting to think that I'm going to do the Bearcats, and I think the Bearcats just run the ball. 
Luke's Luke's the guy that goes way too in-depth on his March Madness pool, and his wife picks the mascots and beats him every year. Who does that sound like in our league? I pick mascots. (laughs) Okay. Next, we have Jackson State Tigers versus the North Carolina Central Eagles. Jacob, who do you got? Uh, Give me Jackson State. Tweet. I mean, Shadir's gone, right? Well, are they gone yet? That's what I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If they're not gone, this is easy. Yeah, I don't know if they're gone yet. So... Give me, give me North Carolina Central on the fact that the Sanders are gone. Maybe I did. I did remember. I Cincinnati had Josh Wiley out. I, th- I think I said that he was with Louisville. I ended up with taking Cincinnati because Louisville has Malik Cunningham, Travion Cooley, Jalen Mitchell, Tavion Evans. A lot of guys. A lot of guys out there. Uh, sir, we're picking Jackson State. Yeah, we're picking Jackson State. That's what I picked. Next one. Oregon State versus the Florida Gators. Jacob, who do you got? Oregon State. Same. Same for me. Clean sweep. Next one, Florida State Bulldogs versus Washington State Cougars. Fresno State. Jacob, who do you got? (laughs) You called them Florida State. Washington State. Washington, yeah, sorry. Washington State, Fresno State. You said Fresno State tweet? (laughs) No. You called them Florida State Bulldogs. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> give, give me the fighting Mike Leeches. Okay, so Florida State, Fresno State, they both start with an F, they have state, and a mascot, practically okay. the same team. So I'm going to go with the fighting Fresno State, Florida State Bulldogs Seminoles over uh, Washington State Cougars. What do you guys think about that? Cool. <laughs> the next one, we got the Rice Owls versus Southern Myth Golden Eagles. I knew a guy that went to Southern Mess, and he was a D-bag, so I'm going Rice. <laughs> <laughs> what about Wait, you? T- Rice has five wins, and they got on a bowl game. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Over Iowa State, yep. Give me give, give me Southern Miss, because Larry Eustace used to play there. Uh, I'm going to take Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Fun fact about Rice, they have a wide receiver whose brother plays in the NFL who played tonight. Can you tell me who that is? Luke McCaffrey. There you go. Went there to play quarterback, now he's playing wide receiver. So that didn't go out well. Fun fact about rice. If you're hungry and you want to eat like 2,000 or something, that's a good one to eat. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> SMU, <laughs> SMU Mustangs versus the BYU Cougars. Who do you got? Jacob, who do you got? I'll go BYU. BYU. Give me that future Big 12 BYU Cougs. I'm going to take the SMU Mustangs. BYU will not have their uh, quarterback, what is it, Jalen Hall, playing 
in this one or is not expected to play. It's a bummer. So I'm going to go with SMU Mustang. Mustang will bang your mom. Next one, North Texas Mean Green versus Boise State Broncos. Jacob, who do you got? Give me North Texas. Jesus. Tweet. Give me the fighting Jared Zabranskis. Give me the fighting Ashton Genties in that blue turf. Give me Boise State. Next one. Marshall, Thundering Herd, or the uh, fighting Randy Mosses. Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. We are. Or the Yukon Huskies. Who do you got? We are. Okay. Marshall. I got Marshall as well. Then we've got San Jose Spartans versus the Eastern Michigan Eagles. What do you got, Jacob? Um, I'll do San Jose. They just let anybody into bowl games, don't they, huh? Besides Iowa State. Anywho, give me Eastern. Apparently they didn't have an Insight Bowl available for Iowa State. I'm going to go with San Jose State. Next one, Liberty Flames versus the Toledo Rockets. Who do you got? Tweet. Sky Rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. (laughs) Okay, Jacob, who do you got? I'll probably go Toledo, too. I am also taking Toledo. I like Toledo here. Liberty's looking. They got a new head coach. The coach is going to be, I don't think he's actually coaching in this game, but it is Coastal Carolina's head coach, which then brings me to the fact that I believe Grimm really liked their quarterback. Can't remember his name. Salter? No. McCall. McCall. And McCall's in the transfer portal, and his coach goes to Liberty. If McCall believes that he can't be a quarterback and he's a system-only guy, he's going to go to Liberty. But if he thinks he's an actual good quarterback and can make it to the NFL, he'll go somewhere else, like Auburn, something like that. We will see. I kind of like Caden Salter, too. I thought he's at he... Liberty. Like, he's got a lot of tools, so I don't know. A lot of maybe, tools. Maybe and a, it doesn't work out for McCall. Yeah, a lot of tools and a lot of uh, baggage because he's. Oh, I don't know that. Salter uh, was a quarterback at, I believe, Tennessee, then yep. got replaced, then went to Liberty, and then sat out pretty much like two years there. He played here or there, but a lot of bag, a lot of baggage there with uh, him. Okay, what else? We've got the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers versus South Alabama Jaguars. Tweet, who do you got? I like South Alabama. Jacob, who do you got? Give me Western Kentucky. I'm taking Western Kentucky and the fighting Austin Reeds. And then our last game, this will be played Thursday, the 22nd at 6.30. I just want this old will probably be our the night that we do our podcast if we don't do one earlier, but it is the Baylor Bears versus Air Force Falcons. Jacob, who do you got? Boy, I want to go with Air Force because I hate Baylor, but I got to go with Baylor. Tweet. Same. I also am taking the Baylor Bears, so that's, you know, about half of You know of what? You know what? 
Give me Air Force. Uh, oh, he goes back on his word. Yep. Sounds like trading with Jacob. Anyways. <laughs> so so we uh, we went through some bowl games trying to help you guys with any bowl pickums that you have. We pretty much just gave you free money if you listened to one of us. Because one of us, we either agreed or we didn't agree, and then you picked the wrong one. So then you're making a real Luke move there by picking the wrong guy to play. So that's all we got here for tonight. So we're going to try to plan to do one next Thursday on the 22nd at 9 p.m. Might change that based on the holidays. We'll do a recap of our week 15 matchups. Whatever crazy stuff happens here in the college landscape. But we are in the playoffs. We got some first round buys. We got a couple playoff matchups. And uh, the season's coming to an end quick. Which just means... More craziness with getting things ready for our our draft. Look at Tweet just looking like I know people can't see this because it's audio, but he's just like looking into his future at his team and seeing nothing, and he's slowly realizing it. Either that, or he saw Jesus. <laughs> so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, so that'll do it for us tonight. We made it under an hour and 20 minutes. Not too bad for not having a lot to talk about tonight. As a reminder, don't forget to start your studs. Luke, listen to your own advice. Obviously, got to start Evan Ingram. You're a big idiot. So thank you, and good night. Rawr!